I'm a very observant person. As I travel through life, as I go about my day, as I go into the office, as I interact with people, I observe and I look and I see what their headspace is in, their mentality. Today, I realize that a lot of people, unfortunately, are stuck. I've had a lot of conversations with people recently who are in a tough spot, facing trauma, stress, dealing with a lot of different things. But a common theme that I've noticed amongst these people are they justify their faults. They justify why they can't succeed instead of thinking about what they can do, what they have the ability to achieve to get them out of their situations. I know that life is hard. I know that we all have our own struggles, our own faults, our strengths and weaknesses. However, I think it is harmful and it is dangerous to associate yourself or to adopt justifications for why you can't do something before you have even thought or even put any type of will towards what you can do to achieve something. I speak with a lot of young people, middle-aged people, and elderly people who are in dire situations where they could have serious ramifications for not following through. And I constantly see over and over again people justifying why they can't do something. The actual solution would take maybe a little more effort, but would set them up in the future to do so much better. I was thinking justification for your faults is like pouring salt into the wound of your problems and trauma. If you justify, you constantly give yourself excuses as to why you can't earn more money, as to why you can't get out of debt, as to why you're stuck in the place you're in, you will never get out of that state. Because as I study and I observe successful people, no matter what predicament they're in, they could be homeless, they could be bankrupt. They could be on their last dollar. They're not poor because they are rich in wisdom and self-belief and confidence. I think there is a lack of self-belief, self-esteem and confidence in people. Why did that happen? Why are people so fragile? I'm from a different time. I'm mid thirties, I'm 34, I'm not that old. However, whatever happened to grit? 
whatever happened to something being tough and persevering for the greater good, for an accomplishment that you want? Am I speaking to the choir or have we lost something as a culture? Everything in this life is not supposed to be easy. I'm of the belief anything worth having should take some time. It should take some bruises, some sweat equity, some blood, sweat, and tears. But no, not today. Not with so many people. A lot of people I see want somebody to fix their problems. But I know that if you just fix a problem, there, there will be another issue down the road where that person will need someone else to fix their problem. If a boat has holes in it and it's gaining water, it's like plugging one of the holes and then the ship is still going down in a way. I like the analogy, if you give someone a fish, they'll be hungry again. But if you teach them how to fish, they will be able to eat for the rest of their lives. If you bring that back to problem solving, fixing your problems, persevering through tough situations, it's not my intention to fix your singular problem. I would rather teach you how to have the right mentality where any challenge or obstacle you face you're prepared for because you have mental toughness and strength. I think that's a lost art. Our culture today wants to reinforce the fragility of your mind. You're anxious. Here's a medication for that. You're depressed. Oh, here's a group for that. It constantly rewards. And I'm not saying people shouldn't Seek help or guidance if they have anxiety or depression or some clinical diagnosis. That's not what I'm saying. The solution to your problems the majority of the time is your decisions, your choices, and how you react to adversity. And that doesn't have anything to do with anything clinical with your mind. It literally is you having the will, the belief, and the self-dedication and patience to persevere and to think of situations, not from a, why can't I do that? But what do I need to do to get where I need to go? If we continue on this path, I'm concerned for people in the future. If we have people that are going to be raising the next generation, constantly justifying why they cannot succeed, we are in trouble. And I don't want that for you. I want you to have ultimate and total control over your thoughts and over your will. When I think about what I resonate with and what has helped me in my life, a lot of it has been the teachings of great stoic minds like Epictetus. One of my favorite quotes from Epictetus is this, I laugh at those who think they can damage me. 
They do not know who I am. They do not know what I think. They cannot even touch the things which are really mine and with which I live. He's talking about in life, shit's going to go wrong. Water's going to get in your boat. You might get punched. Somebody might steal from you. You might lose friends. You might lose people. However, those are things that are out of our control. We cannot change some of those things. But what we can control is our faculties, our agencies, what's in here. Nobody can alter what's in here unless your mind, unless you allow it. Epictetus also says, any person capable of angering you becomes your master. If you are not in control of your emotions, if you have no agency or control over that, someone can manipulate and control you. He who is quick to anger is able to be manipulated. We have to be mentally tougher. We have tough times ahead. There's always something going on in the news. There's some new conflict between countries. There's financial strife. There's ups and downs of the market. There's relationship issues. There's tragedies. These are all things that I promise you will persist and continue into perpetuity as long as we are here. What can we do about all of that? As a singular person, what you can do is control your impact on the world. Control how you show up every day. Are you making the most of what you have going on? These are all concepts and things that I've learned in my 34 years of life that have helped me to have a stillness and a peace within my spirit. It's hard to explain. Even before I knew who the Stoics were, I had a Stoic mindset. I'm grateful for all of the great thinkers and the great philosophers and successful people in the past and in the present who have shared their thoughts and their wisdom because it's helped to enrich in my life. It's helped to confirm some things that I've always known and it's opened my mind to new concepts and ways of framing my mentality. My hope for you is that you develop your own approach to life, your own philosophy in that process I hope that you don't let the justification of your faults pull you down and rob you of being as great as you can be. That would be a shame. Another thing, I was listening to a podcast recently from somebody I really respect. If you've seen Selling Sunset, you would know who Jason Oppenheim is. He was on the Ice Coffee Hour with Graham, Stefan, and Jack Selby. He was talking about 
happiness and how when he was on a trip overseas, he saw some kids playing out in a field. The kids didn't have shoes on. It was an impoverished area. But he said those kids were happier than anybody he had ever seen in his life. And they were living in poverty. And he talked about how happiness and money are not connected. It's all about the perspective. And he wasn't saying that to say that you shouldn't strive and you shouldn't try to achieve and to gain income and to gain wealth. That's not what he's saying. What he was saying was happiness is something that is done in the here and now. You only truly can have that happiness if you are living in the present and you're grateful for what you have in the moment and you have a purpose that you're moving towards. I thought that was a profound way to think of things because he's a multimillionaire. He's lived life. He talked about how he spends money on extravagant things and he likes to gift people and treat people to nice experiences. But that perspective on happiness was something that I haven't heard. I definitely think that there is some merit to what he was saying. I've always thought that happiness is something that a person inherently has within them and they choose happiness. I believe that you choose your happiness level because if you're not a happy person, any amount of money or any amount of gifting to you or what have you is not going to change your inherent happiness. It might for a short amount of time. However, if you're dealing with feeling sad or depressed or you, you don't enjoy your current situation, you want to start thinking about what can I do starting right now to ultimately get myself to a point where I am happy. I see progress. I think a lot of people are unhappy because they don't see they're stagnant. They don't see any way out of where they are in their situation. Even if it's minimal progress, minimal progress is better than no progress. I think a lot of people lack purpose in their life. A lot of people lack any type of plan and simply having a plan and purpose will cure a lot of people's unhappiness. As human beings, we're drawn to negativity. I've been like that in the past, and sometimes I have to check myself as well. What is it about us inherently as human beings that makes us get drawn in and pulled in by the negative things? If somebody's talking about something positive or productive or a or, or successful person, you want to aspire or you want to think that's things that you want to talk about. But if you see that there was some conflict or some car chase or some something very attention grabbing happened as human beings, we're kind of drawn to that. I don't think this is a good or bad thing. It's just recognizing 
why are we like that? Why are we wired like that in like our monkey brains? Shout out to Joe Rogan. He talks about that a lot. These are just some things that I think about. I'm constantly trying to understand the human condition more as I grow. I'm fascinated by how our minds work. Why for some people enough is never enough. I think about the people who constantly are, they never can be satisfied. They're constantly shopping. They're constantly buying more. They get a watch. They got to buy another watch. Enough is never enough. They get a house that's a beautiful house that's two or three million dollars. They're looking at their next house because the neighbor down the street has a four million dollar house. And you don't want to be the guy with the 3.2 or 3.3 million dollar house, right? Bruh. When you really think about it, why are we here? What are we doing? What is the purpose of life? Is it our purpose on this earth to just collect items? Does that really make us happy? Does that really make you happy collecting these material things? And I enjoy nice things as well, but as I've grown and I've matured, I enjoy more so than anything feeling like I'm evolving, feeling like I'm growing and I'm progressing and I'm thinking for myself and I'm teaching what I'm learning back to somebody else. I think that's where I feel the most alive is honestly doing this podcast and expressing my thoughts here and hopefully helping Others have some lessons in mentality because I know a lot of people are struggling and a lot of people are looking for some direction, some structure in their lives. Unfortunately, people don't talk about things like this often. When we were younger, if you had brothers or if you had a father or if you had authority figures or a mentor, you would get information like this from them in the past. But as we've grown technologically, we have smartphones, we have all of these distractions around us, people have become less social in the areas of life that matter the most to me. I don't want to just talk about the problems. I think the solution to this is actually seeking out things that are adding value to you, seeking out people who talk about things that will help you. You are a collection of the people you are around. I truly believe that as I've gotten older, I associate myself with people who are going to where I want to go, are like-minded, who are positive, and it's helped me to have the right mentality where I am attempting to progress as I move through this life. I don't want to move backward. I don't want to have the same level of knowledge that I had the day before or the the year before and continue on the path with the same mundane habits. I want to improve. If I'm improving, I am I guess the best way to say it is I am being authentically me. That's 
it's kind of hard to describe, but I wonder, I mean, am I alone in this? There has to be other people that are like me out here in this world. It's unfortunate what I see happening to the young people. When I look at social media, when I look at what young people are valuing, some people are creating their whole identity. They're creating their whole persona, their self-esteem and everything is being bolstered up by how many likes they get on social media, how much validation they get from people who are literally just, in all honesty, don't care anything about you. Para, what, what they call it, parasocial relationships. I encourage you as a young person to get some mentors, get some, get around people who are positive, who are productive, who when they are around you, they are giving you insight on mentality. They're boosting up your self-esteem and I want you to believe in yourself. Think for yourself. Because if you have that internal self-confidence and belief, no matter what happens on the outside world, no matter who interacts with you wherever you are, you have an inner strength and power that nobody can take away from you because things are going to get worse before they get better. I like to talk about mental strength. I like to talk about these things because they, they fire me up. Like, I guess I'm just different. I don't know. Am I alone in all of this? Also, this week on things that I wish I knew when I was 17. When I was 17, I wish I knew that trying to portray or impress people with material possessions is a fool's errand, especially if you don't got it. And let's be honest, let's be real. When I was 17, I didn't have it because I was 17. I was working at like a grocery store, bagging groceries, going to high school, going and buying baggy jeans that didn't fit me. I had twig legs. I was built like a stick bug. If I was going to hang out with friends or something at the party or what have you, I would go and buy an outfit for that weekend. We all know. Go to the mall. You got your paycheck. You got your 140, 150 bucks. And you would go spend 120 bucks on the outfit. Brand new jeans, some shoes, earrings. Buy the whole get up, right, to go to the party. Ridiculous thinking about it. Remember back in the day, they had the wallet chains. I bought a wallet chain that had these skulls on it. I didn't know anything about rock, but why did I do it? Trendy, right? Bought a huge baggy sweater, some jeans, white tee. I got this whole outfit, 110, 120 bucks, right? My check was like 140, 150. Just stupid. Looking back, would I do any of those things? No, 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 no. The person you're trying to impress, the people you're trying to impress, most likely you're not even going to know them anymore or associate with them at all. 
most of the people that I hung out with or I knew when I was 17, I don't have any contact with them at all right now. Your life, you have so much more life to live. Don't try to impress these people. Literally buy a shirt, buy some socks, make sure that you're clean, okay? But focus on things that are more important. Focus on getting educated. Focus on your passion, your hobbies, things you're actually interested in. If, and if the people who are around you at that moment want to spend time with you, then have at it. But spending money on material things when you don't have it, trying to impress girls, trying to impress people, acting, just don't do it. Word of advice, all right? If I was 17, I wish I knew this. All those clothes that I bought back then, I don't know where they are. They probably should be burned because they were horrible. It's just a waste of time and money. Just take my word for it. Do the things that you are passionate about right now while you're a young person. Enjoy your life. Show the people that you're around that you care about, that you care about them by spending some time with them. But also go and figure out what you wanna actually do in this life and what makes you happy and then proceed from there. You have your whole life ahead of you. And then when you get a bit older, when you got some ducats, when you got some money, then yeah, buy yourself some nice things. That's something that I wished I knew when I was 17. And with that being said, my name is Monte Lee, host of the Carrot Juice Podcast. And here at the Carrot Juice Podcast, we observe society, we digest it, and through the nuance of it all, we attempt to progress forward. If you enjoyed this content, on the platform you're consuming. Please like it, subscribe, follow the channel. And for my audio listeners, I appreciate you. Please do me a favor. If you got value and you enjoyed this content, share it with a friend, rate and review the podcast. If you haven't done it already, five star, five star, five star. It helps so other people can find this message. I really, really, truly appreciate everyone who listens. And until next time, take care.